0: Howdy, howdy. Hey
1: there, Dad. How's it going tonight? <clears throat>
0: it's going. It's going well.
1: Good, good.
0: I'm on a different internet connection, so we'll see how, how that works out.
1: I just shut up last night, didn't it?
0: It it did. Um, and it it was my my router for some reason reset itself. Oh, <laughs> so and by the time of course you know my my wife and kids were sitting there and I only had two verses left to go so i just finished up with them yeah yeah anyway tonight i am in new jersey you're in new jersey huh I am. I am in new jersey uh-huh. i am just a globe trotter So, how are you doing, Dale?
1: I'm doing good. i go for a transfusion tomorrow. Yeah? I was down to 10,000 platelets, but that's all right. And this is a week of chemo, also. So I got two doses. I find that amazing
0: how it has not been affecting you at all.
1: At all. That's nope. uh no nope. That's
0: definitely the lord.
1: That's all. That's all. Yes.
0: It's definitely the lord. I I lord, I have never even heard of anyone going through chemo with no adverse reactions at all.
1: I mean none.
0: None. Have the doctors been as amazed as me? <laughs>
1: well, they're going to be able to take credit for it.
0: Well, of course they want to. Yeah, they always do. Whenever God's doing something, they always say, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah." We knew that that was possible, and yeah,
1: yeah. We uh, we have a uh, uh, practitioner nurse. Yeah. Of this doctor. Yeah. She's a child of God. Amen. She's, she says, "You amaze me." <laughs> is that what she said today, Gwen? Right on. Yeah, you like that. That is,
0: you know, God, God will meet everyone on their road of faith. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, the, the, the word of faith ministry itself, that's, that's, some of them got off the, the, the track with the money. Yes. And some of them got off track on faith itself because they started treating this this faith in God's word as a cookie cut cutter proposition. That everybody, if they did the same thing, said the same words, acted the same way, that they would all get the same results. Uh-huh. And and that I I, I believe that because of your situation, that God has used your situation to keep me from falling into that pit. you
1: know because i'll I'll tell you what because
0: i was getting close to falling into that trench on the side of the road Uh um that i was using cookie cutter and i had to actually spend some time thinking about your situation and sorting that out in my heart with god's word yeah yeah and and so uh, of course we're all different and and you know I, I think I I might have already said this, but since it's just us on, it, it's not hurting anything to say it again, right? Um, for one person, uh, a, a certain act of faith might take, it might take all the faith that they can muster just to walk in the doors of, of the church. Mm-hmm. and And for another person, God might have given them a portion of faith where he expects them to get up in front of the congregation and say whatever it is the lord is leading them to and he counts their both of their acts of faith he counts them equal mm-hmm. because because that person that came inside was using all the faith they have yeah and and it is equal actually if you think about it it's a different kind of faith it's a different faith in different areas some people have Faith to move mountains in a certain area and and very little faith in other areas, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and and uh, I don't know. I'm rambling probably, but no, you're you're not right. I just I, I I am so glad. When I see the confirmations that the Lord is still he's still molding me, he's still shaping me for whatever it is that he has for me,
1: whatever it is, amen. Yeah, and you know what I've learned, Sky? Hmm. We don't have to know immediately. We don't. And I think, I've and I'm sure
0: I don't that. have it all figured out now.
1: But I've, for years, for years, I would pray about something and then go do it. Totally out, out of God's will, because he, he wasn't one. He wasn't the one uh, leadership of it. Yeah. In other words, I asked for confirmation, and I just went ahead and gathered myself together and said, well, I guess I got it.
0: Yeah, and so we couldn't wait on the Lord, right? Exactly. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, Pops, I got a question. I,
0: I can hear Mom in the background, but I couldn't hear what she was saying. Do
1: you want me to turn off my mic? No, you're fine. Yes. You leave that mic on. <laughs> we want to hear you. <laughs> Yeah, I turn it off so that, you know, I might be causing feedback, so I just turn it off. But
0: No, you're coming in loud and clear tonight. Perfect.
1: Okay. Okay, Papa. Tell okay. us something. What? Huh. Praise God. Praise, hey, man. praise God. <laughs> he he yeah. is good. Very good. He said, uh, great are the blessings to those that Choose to do good and follow his ways. That's right. He will satisfy them. Yes, and uh, Amen. Yes. Yes, he will. And it's the only. And people don't know this. Our world does not know it. But God is the only real satisfaction in this life. You know, people Indeed. we're working with, that's the very thing that we find more than anything, is they trying to find satisfaction in everything in the world but God.
0: Yeah. And it can drive a person to madness. Well, I believe that's right. Trying to find satisfaction, rhyme, reason, justification in the absence of God is... Can drive
1: a person to madness. Exactly. Exactly. Maria, I want to tell you, I love the sound of your voice tonight. <gasps> Thank you, Papa. Yeah. Very yeah. good and very clear and very positive. My
0: wife is, my wife is growing in in leaps and bounds. Yes, yeah, she is. She's coming around. She is. I mean, not that I didn't mean she was away, but I mean, she is, she's growing and maturing in Christ. And I mean, today we, my wife and I went through a a thing today where I was having a little bit of a crisis. And she reached out to me and grabbed my hand and she said, let's pray. Amen. Let's pray right now. Let's pray through this. And uh, and she was absolutely right. I I was ready to take my little crisis and go off by myself and <laughs> hunk, and hunker down, hunker down like I normally do, and cut everybody off and bark at everybody, uh, and uh, and sit through it. Yeah, you know. That's, and uh, so it is. It is wonderful when our help meet, when our helper who God uh-huh. has. Established it in our lives is there to remind us mighty, mighty men of God, when we have lost our way.
1: Yeah.
0: When we stumbled, when we got caught up in the middle of something that we should have walked away. Yes. You know, walked through. Walked right through. That is right. And that's and that's what God intended. That's the way God made it to be. Yes. We're supposed to help each other when, when we get in that
1: situation. Right.
0: So let's say our prayers. Uh, last night we got cut off. Um, I I finished. For... Who's that?
1: Olive is trying to get in. Can you?
0: There's plenty of slots open. Yeah, we got room. So um so last night we got cut off i'm gonna go back and start on verse nine tonight so that we get all those verses together as a family and recorded for for anybody who wants to review good um and uh so without further ado let's say our prayers get moving father thank you so much for this opportunity to come together as a family to read your word and no matter what Satan does, no matter how he interferes, your word won't be stopped. Your word will not be settled, silenced. Your word will not be put asunder. Your word will prevail. And it will fulfill the purpose to which it was sent for. Amen. And tonight as we read your word, Father, help us to receive everything you have for us. Help the strongholds in our life to be torn down. And the fortress that is you to be built up. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We yield ourselves to you. Come and teach us, come and lead us, open our spiritual eyes and feed the sheep of our Lord Jesus Christ. And it is in his name I ask, amen. Amen. Okay, so last night we we got cut off right before I read verse 9. So that's where we're going to start. He that says he's in the light and hates his brother is in darkness even until now. He that loves his brother abides in the light and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hates his brother is in darkness and walks in darkness and knows not where he goes because that darkness has blinded his eyes. Sometimes in our life, there are some situations that occur that we don't understand. And we don't understand why God would allow those situations to occur in our life. But I know in what the Lord has taught me, that sometimes God allows us to deal with a a faulty purpose a faulty point in our hearts here so that our way to heaven is clear Mm -hmm. i believe that god used satan used by used i say manipulated satan into helping job get to the place where job had a clear path to heaven yes even though job was blameless in the law perfect and upright mm-hmm. he had no path to heaven because of the fear that was in his heart the thing that fear. because of the fears of, <laughs> the thing that i fear the most has come to pass amen uh-huh. and and that and that fear in his heart was not a healthy fear of the lord it was an unhealthy fear that he did not trust god he did not trust God. He, he thought that at any moment, at any moment, God might just treat him like a cruel child treats a bug with a magnifying glass. And, and Job had to get through that place and separate those fears of the world and cling to the trust in the Lord. He had to loose himself from self-centeredness, from bitterness, negativity, fears, uh, the, the, the fear of manipulation, from a fear of victimhood, from a confusion, from a delusion, and he needed to bind himself to, to a self-control, to patience, to peace. To trust, to faithfulness, to gentleness, righteousness, real righteousness. Not righteousness based in the law, but righteousness in the heart, grounded in God's word. And uh, and so in this, what we see is that if we hold animosity in our hearts towards another brother or sister in Christ, if we look upon them with a crooked eye, if we look upon them in judgment, then we're allowing darkness to reside in our hearts. And Jesus taught us that the darkness and the light cannot cohabitate. They cannot be together. So when we allow that darkness into our, into our heart, either the light overcomes the darkness or the darkness or the darkness takes up the place Darkness cannot overcome the light. Don't I'm not going to say those words because it's not true. Yeah. But but we have free will, and when we allow the darkness to abide, the light retreats. Goes in because of our free will. Because of our free will. Yes. Verse twelve. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I have written unto you, fa- unto you fathers because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you've overcome the wicked ones. Now, I write unto you, little children, because you have known the father. When he says, I'm writing unto you fathers... He's not just talking about the fathers of the children. He's talking about the fathers of the church. Mm -hmm. The elders. He says, I've written unto you fathers because you have known him that is from the beginning. You have known him who has always existed. You've known him. He says, elders of the church, fathers of your spiritual children in your church. The fathers of the spiritual children. In the natural, we can father children, propagate children by planting our seed in a woman, but in the spiritual, we can plant many seeds mm. thousands, millions of seeds. There can be a whole nation of children. And there are many generals of God who had hundreds of thousands of spiritual children. Yeah. He says, I write unto you, young men. That's you, Raiden and Jake. I write unto you, young men, because you've overcome the wicked one. How does he know that they've overcome the wicked one? Because they're there, abiding in the church. They've made the decision to follow Christ. I write unto you, little children, because you've known the Father. The little children know the Father. You must become like one of these. For of such as these are the kingdom of heaven. Right? Jesus said that. They know the father. Yeah. They know the father. I've written unto you fathers. Because you have known him. That is from the beginning. I've written unto you young men. Because you are strong. And the word of God abides in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. So we must be very careful that we don't love the world. Now, Now, that doesn't mean that you have to go through life miserable and you have to hate everything around you. But what that means is allow nothing, nothing, To get a hold of you in this world.
1: To separate it properly.
0: Yes. And if you see that something is getting hold of you. In this world. You need to break that hold. Yeah. (laughs) My wife. My wife can testify. Yeah. And. And and my wife can testify. that, That I have spent. Years. Of the Lord teaching me to break those holes. Everything that I got obsessed with, the Lord commanded me to break it off. When there was a problem with gluttony with the food, the Lord said, break those off, take them off. When there was a problem with cigarettes, the Lord said, break those off. When there was a problem with, with drinking wine or alcohol, the Lord said, take those out. When there was a problem with me in love with a, a vehicle, the Lord said, go and sell it. <laughs> when when there's a problem with my possessions, my toys, my construction equipment, the Lord said, go and sell those. When I had a big fancy log splitter sitting there so I could use it, and the Lord said, go and sell that. Your family needs the money. Go and sell it. And then he gave me a $50 log splitter. Gave me a $50 log splitter. That's what I'm using. Because it's good enough. Yeah. Because it's good enough. Because it runs good. And because the Lord is faithful. And it's not because He can't give me better, because He can give me better and He has given me better. It's because I had a problem in my heart. And there was pride. And the Lord said, I can't use you with the pride. I can use you with with millions of dollars. But if there's an ounce of pride, I can't use you. And so because he loves me, he's teaching me to break off the things that I'm obsessed with. The things that lift me up. I mean, I my my car to drive an hour to work and back is a $2,500 Chrysler now. You know, I, <laughs> because and you know why? Because it's good enough. Yeah. Because it's good enough. Because it because God gave me something that's reliable and it, it, it runs good and it and it, it it looks good and everything works and it's and it's good enough. It's good enough. So don't love the world. I don't love the things in the world. And if you allow yourself to love the things in the world, if you allow yourself to love the things of the world, to get enamored with the things of the world, then again, you have allowed the darkness into you and the love of God has to to leave you, has to back up out of you. When you let the love of those material things take the place of God in your heart. Verse 16, for all that is in the world... And we've, we've Bible studied on this. Pay attention. For all that's in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the right. Father, but is of the world. Everything, everything in this world that is taking you, that is pulling you away from God, you will find one of these three things yes. in there. The lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes
1: the pride That's of life exactly the the sin that adam and eve committed all three
0: so when the lord tells us to take something out of our life to to remove something far from us if it's food or if it's an obsession, if it's, it might be, it might be tobacco, it might be a medication, it might be vaping, it might be whatever it is for you. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. But we, we, we get a lust of the flesh, we get a gluttony, a lust of the flesh. There can be a lust of, the, there can be many other lusts of the flesh too. We all know what those are. Then there's the lust of the eyes, the things that we like to see, the pretty things. The nice things that that other people other people have, the things that we covet. The things we like to look at. It's the lust of the eyes. And then we covet and thereby we fall into sin. Sometimes we even covet the things we already have. Like a dragon with its yep. gold. We stare at the things that we have and we obsess over the things that we have. And we, we let our heart get twisted.
1: And we make ourselves miserable with the fear of loss.
0: Exactly. And that's the problem. We let the fear that we're going to lose it consume us and it consumes everyone around us. Yeah. We live in fears and anxieties that we're going to lose the things that we covet. My- and that's why when that gets hold of us, then it's time. It's time to get rid of that thing. Mm-hmm, because it's become an idol. Because you're more afraid of losing that thing than you are of losing your relationship with God. That should it's become an idol I said that that should be scary it should It should be a wake-up call to all of us because that situation creeps up on right. us. It creeps up on us, and it takes a very strong Christian to be honest with themselves when they have an obsession right. over something. It takes somebody that desperately wants to see God's face and please him. And the world passes away and the lust thereof. So all these things, they're not of the father. They're of this world and the world passes away and the lusts thereof. But he that does the will of God will abide forever. So what he's saying is all those lusts those lusts that were just discussed the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes the pride of life all those things and all those things that they're directed to and all the things that they're attached to and all the things that are the object of those sins will pass away they're things Mm -hmm. of the world They're going to pass away. They're going to rot. They're going to, even if it's another person, their body is going to pass away. It's going to rot. It's going away. World and the world passes away and the lust thereof, but he or she that does the will of God will abide forever. And what's the will of God? Not to love the world or the things in the world. That's the will of God. It was right there in the two verses ago. Little children. It is the last time. Or, or little children. This is the last days. We're getting close to the end. We don't know when, but we're getting close to the end. And as ye have heard, the Antichrist shall come. Even now, there are many Antichrists. Exactly. Whereby we know that it is the last time. So we know we're in the last days because there are many antichrists. And what is an antichrist? This is what an antichrist is. I I say this redundantly for the kids, for the kids' sake. But we all need to hear it. And we all need to remind ourselves all the time. Whatever exalts itself against God's word exalts itself against Christ. Whatever, whatever turns away from any piece of God's word turns itself away, away from Jesus Christ. Whatever is against God's word is against Christ, and therefore is antichrist. It is the spirit of antichrist. What is the antichrist? The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride yeah. of life are the antichrist. I guarantee you there is no piece of God's word that you will ever turn away from, that you will ever reject, unless one of those three is involved. Yep. One of those three is involved and is the reason why you can't accept that piece of God's word. Why you reject it, why you're turning away from it. One of those three is the seed of the tree that bars your way between Mm -hmm. you and God. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Verse eighteen. Little children, it is the last time, and as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrists whereby we know it is the last days. Verse nineteen, they went out from us. They went out from us. Who what went out from us? Mm -hmm. The Antichrist. Now, how did the Antichrist go out from them? Because the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is the seed of the Antichrist. And it cannot be an Antichrist unless it knows Christ, unless it rejects God's word. There is no spirit of Antichrist in those that don't know Christ. The spirit of Antichrist is a seed that goes out from Christianity.
1: Clear. It makes total sense.
0: They went out from us, but they were not of us. See, they were not of us. It is a seed of Antichrist. It is a seed of Antichrist that is produced by a Christian, because only a Christian can produce a seed of Antichrist that fosters that spirit. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out. That they might be made manifest. That they were not all of us. Or that they do not, any of them, belong to us. They're separated. They go out from the Christians. Whether they go out in the physical form, harbored in an individual that turns away from Christ. Or whether it goes out in the manifestation, the fruit that is produced from a Christian. Who then turns back to Christ. Regardless, like we talked about earlier, how we have offspring, how we have offspring, regardless whether it was a physical offspring that was the vessel of that Antichrist spirit or whether it was a spiritual vessel that was the child of someone else for that Antichrist spirit. They went out from someone who knows Christ. You cannot be Antichrist without having known Christ at least knowing who Christ is. How can you be against something if you don't know it exists? Mm. You can't. And we'll stop right there. We're going to stop right there tonight and we're going to uh, turn the floor over to dad. Let me look at how many verses we've got here. In this- yes, that's perfect. We'll stop okay, right there tonight. It,
1: what? Twenty-nine.
0: We ended at nineteen, and we'll we'll pick up in verse twenty tomorrow night. I want to
1: I want to uh, say one thing about Job. God yes, dearly loved that man. He absolutely knew that Job would not deny him. Yes. I went through three years of, uh, I it has a name for it, but it was like Shankly's, I can't remember the name, I think 13-year multi pharma is what it was called, I think. But it's easy to say, the first, the first uh, I forgot how many days it was, I lost 40 pounds because I couldn't even wallow my tongue in my mouth. I had so many sores in my mouth. They were on every extended like knuckles. Uh, any place where the bone was close to the skin. I was miserable. I think I read Job about three times. <laughs> but uh, it was I got through it but it took three years. And uh, God is good. He showed us. I had gone to a skin specialist, and he just gave up. He said, I don't know what to do. And we found a woman that treated things natural. She was a doctor, but she was also a naturalist too. We drove 90 miles every day to see her for so many days. So God opened the door for me to be well and uh, it was like a yeast infection so we go through things but God knows what the end of it is yes so therefore if he knows I should believe it's okay
0: absolutely
1: And that's exactly how I feel about my situation.
0: And in the perfect storm, when we're just really doing good, we can actually find some joy in it. Because we know that no matter where we are in this stage of life, that God is still perfecting us. That's right, we're being perfected. Because he uses all things to the good of those who believe. Amen.
1: Well, with that, we thank you, Father. Oh, Father God, how gracious you are to us. We know, God, in our heart, that you desire. You said, boy, Jeremiah 29, 11, You, I have good plans for you. The plans that I have for you are good. Let us recall that, Father. No matter what we're going through, no matter how difficult life might be, there's a good point in all of this, Father. So, Lord, what we need to look at is to never, ever give up on the love of our Father. We thank you, Father, that you are so faithful to us, You're so gracious, support, and to care immensely for your children. And Father, I thank you, Lord, tonight for this podcast. This is such a sweet study, Father, to my heart. Lord, I think we could help any child of God to see where they're walking wrong in these verses. This was not written to the world. This was written to children of God. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word. Lord, we, we thank you for family. I lift up sky and bread to you, Father. And I thank you, Father, for what you're going to do, what you are doing, and what you will do, Father. I pray your manifold blessings over their home. I pray, Lord, that you will bring immense peace, and joy, and hope. I pray, Lord, for Braden. I ask God that you will bless them, direct their paths daily. I ask you, Lord, to touch Tannis, Father, and direct his heart back to you, Father. I lift up Aaron and at least to you, Father, ask your blessings over them. Lord, I pray that you just put your loving arms around John and show him your mighty love, your grace. How precious, Lord, he is in your sight. I ask you, Lord, to bless Olive, Lord, and to her and direct her, Lord. Thank you for caring for her and loving her. I ask you, Father, to minister to Mel and her family. Father, we thank you for Gwen and we ask, Lord, that you will bless her with this situation she's going through right now with a swollen jaw. I speak healing and help over her body. And in the name of Jesus, I tell you, swelling, go. Father, we thank you for all of our family. Thank you for the 40 grand, great grand we have, Father, and Nine children have, and the 17 grandchildren of uh, 34 grandchildren, isn't it? 34 grandchildren. What a family! What a, what a planting of seed. And we pray, Lord, that in each of these lives that they will find you, Lord, and be directed to you. I pray, Lord, your will be done in our churches. I pray, God, that. Their hearts will be set afire for Jesus Christ, Lord. I lift up our country to you, Father. Lord, may your mighty hand be over our leaders. And draw those to you, Lord, who will be drawn. And Father, we pray that you will rid this country of the evil that has taken over And We give you praise, Father. We want to honor you, Father. We want you to, to receive the glory. So draw us ever near to you, Father, that we can follow you in everything. For all this, Lord, we pray in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Good night. Good night, family. Good
0: night.